Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chance. I am your host, Bobby Sampson, and joined with me, as always, is my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you, man? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Hey, pretty good, man. It's Tuesday, the day of the week uh, that no one seems to have an issue with. What would you say to that? I agree with you on that. Right? I guess maybe Wednesday, too. Wednesdays and breaks. Wednesdays, yeah, it's the middle of the week. Get it, itching towards the weekend. Right. But Tuesdays and Wednesdays probably are the two days of the week that no one has issues with. I mean, I don't know many people who have issues with Friday and Saturday, but I'm sure there's some people out there that do. But hey, before we go any further here, uh, everybody like and subscribe. Please hit the notification buttons. Get out there. Just like and subscribe. We're on all platforms. If you can't find us anywhere, Go to our Instagram page, uh, Samp underscore Chance. There you'll find our bio tree. And there you'll find links to wherever Samp and Chance may be reciting. Um, so yeah, please like and subscribe. The more likes, the more people who subscribe, the better content we can put out. I can't stress that enough. Um, so please, it takes half a second. I timed it. it. It takes literally a half a second to click that button. We're building a following slowly but surely, little by yeah. little. Yeah, no, 100%. You know, One and uh, to, to all of those who have joined us on our journey, thank you so much. And uh, we, we we hope to continue this and, and bring you guys great stuff as we continue on here. Um, so what do you think of the interview, Chance? I thought it was good. It was well done. Otto, yeah. the two guests, you did the good, good questions, good answers. thought it was pretty entertaining overall. Damn good job. Awesome, man. Yeah, I know it was really exciting to talk to them both. Uh, Leo, Leo was um, added on last minute, uh, you know, so so it's kind of kind of cool to talk to him as well and, and kind of get some insight on his background. Uh, trained by Dory Funk Jr., I thought that was really, really cool. That's cool. Right? This guy spent a lot of time in Florida, uh, up and down that coast. He's also done stuff in the Midwest, uh, Kansas City, Illinois. So, I mean, he's, he's traveled around. He's, he's been around. Um, looking forward to seeing these guys this summer, though, um, with the Invitational that Otto announced as well at the Stampede Wrestling Grounds. That's going to be That'd pretty be cool. cool in September. Um, but, yeah, no, that's basically it. Uh, otherwise, the scene here locally, uh, it's happening, but not much is happening right now. Would you agree or disagree? Yeah, I agree. There's not much going on. I think the next local show is on the 24th of the Commodore, NEW for Life. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about attending that show. Um, some, it's a some, Friday. Yeah, it's a Friday night, so it's kind of cool. It's uh, it's close to home, and uh, why I not? The Bollywood Boys are on that card, I think. They are on that card, so that's another reason to kind of go down and catch uh, some old, uh, well, some former WWE superstars. Uh, hopefully, making their way back there one day. But uh, yeah, no, it should be. I mean, outside of New and I guess a couple of the other, you know. Uh, shows that are happening otherwise yeah, it's pretty quiet no so far. there might be a loft country show but i believe my understanding is there's no all-star for the summer whether yeah. that gets or not they usually take the summer off so i don't know what's happening there well they my understanding is it's up for sale yeah but yeah. even but even before it goes up like even like last summer they didn't really do any summer shows i don't believe okay they usually take the summer off i don't know okay. that's always been the case but well, i'm not sure who's interested in buying it i don't know what's going to happen there well, you know what? Let's take the opportunity to relax a little bit as well, um, you know, and then move on as we carry on. Uh, mm -hmm. WWE. Should we just talk about Raw really quick? 
I think we should talk of the biggest story of the last few days, and that's uh, Jeffrey Hardy again. You know, I'll 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 start this off, man. I, I really feel. I mean, this is a, another indication where everyone bashes the WWE mm-hmm. for 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 this, for that, for everything else. But you know what? They've taken care of their athletes, man. They take care of their talent. The, you know, and I, I almost get a feeling that Jeff didn't want to be there anymore because he was being taken care of. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And and st- I, I don't blame them for wanting him gone because did you see him at the house when he jumped over the barricade there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bizarre behavior, right? And so he was obviously on some drinking or on some sort of substance. Matt mm-hmm. denied it, said he's fine. He doesn't need WB's help. And now look, your brother got his third DUI. People made 911 calls saying there's a car driving erratically here. That's yeah. why they this is his third time. Well, this guy's a millionaire. Somebody should take Jeff's phone and download the guy Uber and show him how to use it because this is boneheaded. I know he's got a disease. I get it. But he's getting behind the wheel. He's going to kill somebody. Well, third strike. Uh, now it's considered a felony. He could possibly face up to five to ten years in prison for this. Um, last report that I read that he was released on bail or bond. Thirty-five hundred. Uh, Thirty-five hundred. Uh, he was supposed to appear in court yesterday, but that got canceled. I don't know if that's being rescheduled or anything up until now. Um, what does this say for the people around him too, though, that keep allowing him to keep doing this? Well, it almost—I hate to say this, but it almost seems to me, in a way, obviously Matt Hardy is aware of his brother's problems. Is it—is it Matt Hardy wanting Jeff to come over to us, so Matt Hardy can be more relevant, get on a higher scale? Maybe he can think he can control his brother. I don't know, but Matt must have known about this. Like he didn't just have a one night bender. Like he's been obviously with the barricade incident. He's obviously been using the whole time. Yeah, no, hundred percent. But it just kind of it just it's just not Jeff Hardy. Think about it. Um, Samoa Joe. Uh, well, I guess not nearly not necessarily Daniel Bryan because he was kind of cleared by the WWE. But how many talents you know can you think of? I mean, outside of the two that I thought of right now. Um, that got clearance to wrestle everywhere else in the world except the Federation. Didn't Kurt Angle have the same thing? Kurt Angle had the same thing to a certain extent as well. Yeah, but I don't know if that's why he jumped ship to go to TNA. He wanted a lighter schedule, but I think they yeah. weren't really. Yeah. I, I think Jeff's already, I mean, I mean, Tony Khan suspended him without pay, but I think this might be Tony Khan sent a message that we, you know, Tony Khan is kind of hypocritical is some things he takes a stand on some things he doesn't he sent a strong match like you're we're done with you if you're going to show the kids that this is your third offense you know one time two to three times yeah yeah no i mean it's that's really got all the money in the world he can call it cab he can call an uber car service lift yeah. i i just find it interesting i mean he just got to tna you know it's just finally it feels like he got the I mean, aw or AAW, sorry. And um, I mean, the same thing happened to him in TNA when he had that fight mm-hmm. with Sting, right? Like he came to the ring all drunk and everything. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I just, I, I don't understand alcoholism. I guess per se because I don't really drink, so I don't get what goes into that piece. I don't know. And I, to be fair, I don't know many alcoholics. No, I don't know many either. But it's a disease. But at the same time. When you're a millionaire, you know you shouldn't be driving. Use Uber, use Lyft, whatever. I mean, third time, man. He's going to kill somebody. No way. You're going to kill somebody on the first time, right? Yeah, I mean, numerous, any given time. numerous 911 calls were called about their erratic driver. The cops got him. You know, well, here's the thing. That's the third time he's been caught. How many mm-hmm. times has he been doing it? Oh, hundreds. Hundreds. Right? Right? So... 
But Jeff Hardy, man, I, I wish him the best. I hope he can figure his stuff out. He's got a lovely family. He's got a oh, couple yeah, children. You know, he's got so much going on for him. I mean, he's got his band. He's got family. He has he's a band? band? Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to use uh, some of his own original music as his entrance when he joined uh, AEW. What is it, punk rock? It's kind of punk bluesy, bluesy rock. It's, you know, mm. I don't, I don't, I'm not too familiar with it to be safe, to, to be fair. But the little that I have heard, it's kind of a bluesy kind of rock, you know. Um, I don't know the name of the band either, though. To I be didn't fair. Know that. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the Jeff Hardy story of the week. Um, and he's taking crazy bumps over at AEW, too, man. Some really crazy bumps that he shouldn't be taking. Oh, he's a daredevil. I'll give the guy that. But I think maybe it's time that he takes a few years away from the business, gets healthier. He's going to die. Well, he's already in his 40s. I mean, he's probably on his last yeah. leg. Yeah, so he's on his last leg now. How much, how much more does he have? He can still flip around and fly around. He does that tumbling. and The swanton? Off the, yeah, the swanton off the up the ladder there he did through the, all those chairs on Darby Allen. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that would probably give him a reason to go drink and wash away the pain, man. That, mm. that looked like it hurt. He needs to go to rehab and he shouldn't be allowed back to, in any wrestling ring until he completes rehab and counseling, whatever he needs, because this is insane. Well, first step is admitting to having a problem. And from what I'm understanding, he's still not admitting it. So, you know, um, all we can do is just wish him luck and, and yep. hope for the best for him. Um, Here's something I was thinking about earlier. I, have you ever seen a heel get jumped by his heel faction like Edge did? <laughs> right? Uh, what about NWO? They did that a few times. Right. But here's what I'm talking about. Here's my point. Here's where I'm going with this. Have you ever seen a guy, let's use Edge as an example, a heel leader of a faction getting thrown out of his faction you expect that guy to come back as, as a baby face now, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen the guy still stay a heel, though? Did that ever happen to Ho and they ever kick him out of his own crew? What crew? NWO. Well, they didn't the really kick him out. NWO, right? What's that? No, no, they never kicked him out. He just formed Hollywood NWO, and then they went on did their wolf pack, red and black. They were trying to kick him out of black and white? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you do you think if I understand they're they're short of, of baby faces and whatnot, but even from an edge perspective, I'm surprised he let that happen. I mean, it's just too soon, man. Like, how can you turn and and, and start wanting the fans to cheer you again? He was having some disagreements creatively backstage, they say. So that's what led to them writing him out of the judgment day. There's some angles he didn't want to do. I don't know all the details, but yeah, yeah, no, there were there was a couple things he wasn't down with. Um, I believe he didn't want it to be a supernatural type of, of faction, a la Undertaker. Yeah. Um, he wanted to stay away from that. So I don't know, like I didn't really see too much um supernatural stuff happening this week with those three um on the show. But but the thing is, do you think it's it's a a bad move to make him a face again. I mean, he's only been a heel about a month and a half. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he it was his idea or he was in on it. I'm not sure. I would have kept him heel, but I don't know. I'm not but, sure. Cause it, I, I almost feel that it makes this fam look stupid. Like, you're going to cheer for think, me? I haven't been impressed with anything Judgment Day's done, to be honest with you. I like the people in it, but I don't think it's clicking. I don't think it's catching on with the fans. It's still early on. Maybe Finn Balor in there will give him some new life. Maybe this propels Finn Balor to the next level. 
but um, I haven't been impressed with anything they've done of you. But they haven't really done much, to be it's fair. Like, I mean, I think the most impressive thing I've seen there is Rhea Ripley. She's embraced that role, and she's done really, really well with it. Damian Priest still feels like he's trying to find his groove and, you know, his his level in that group. I, I, I don't I don't fear Damian Priest of the Judgment Day. I think Finn Balor is coming off more scary. Yeah. Than Damian Priest. Priest looks more scary, but yeah, Finn's yeah. better. Yeah, and, and in terms of embracing the concept and then really buying into to what they want is Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I think she's doing she a great job. Got the she, she totally looks a goth look, right? I mean... Looks like I, she's I, the kind of girl you'd find at a metal bar in Vancouver at one of those dingy bars, you know what I mean? Tattooed up and yeah, big yeah. in her ears. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm kind of curious now. Do they do the demon with this now? Does the demon have more of a, a role now? I'm not sure what they're going to do with that. I wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't. Well, they, they pulled the demon for quite a while because of, of um, Bray Wyatt's character. Okay. Now that Bray's you know? gone, maybe break it out. Well, now they're talking to that Bray might be back. Have you heard I'm anything on that? Slam. I heard about that, yeah. SummerSlam. Possibly. I don't know. Why uh, would you come back? I don't think he yeah. should. Why would he? Yeah. What's he going to do if he comes back? One word, man. Money. That's all it's about. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. But from a character, this and that, like, I would only come back if they allowed me to do what I could do. Right? Like, take my handcuffs off. Let me be the character. Then. Let me do it properly. Like, I think that was the biggest issue with them and back and forth. I mean, you know, they, they kept shooting everything he wanted to do down and, you know, whatever they wanted him to do, he wasn't really keen on doing because he knew it was stupid. Yeah. Right, like he's a very intelligent man. He knows what he's doing, and I, well, I he's think a good character, a good worker. But at the end of the day, you know, um, you can make a lot of money, but uh, you always want more because who knows what his what his spending's like, what his house is. We don't know, so he's gonna want some more money in his pocket. Well, I know he was focusing. That, right. Well, he was focusing on his film career for a little bit as well. Does he even need any acting? I've never seen him on the big screen. I, I, I don't know. Maybe stuff will come out. Maybe he was just working at it to see what it was all about. I also know that his wife had a baby. So, I mean, you know, a little break with that probably made a lot of sense for him because he never did show up in AEW. He's not shown up anywhere else. Yeah, that's true. Right. So, I mean, it makes more sense when you read the headline that he might show up in, um, in WWE again. Which, maybe he's the one that maybe he's the man that takes the belt off reigns. I don't know what to do with that now because you think about it, it's just like, well, he's the one who took it off him. Yeah. Well, Cody's out to what for nine months or so? I'd say Cody starts coming back by Royal Rumble. He might be a surprise entrant, or he'll be there just before the rumble to kind of get it pumped up and start building his WrestleMania storyline. I mean, if they don't get the rock. To come in for WrestleMania, I can almost see Cody winning the Rumble and, and going on to facing him there. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. Lesnar's gonna pop up around SummerSlam too. He'll be back soon. Yeah, who did, who does he go with? I don't know. I mean, he has I to like come back. Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. I think that's gonna be a good feud. Well, it's gonna be a fun feud until Cena gets back, and then they're gonna go into a Cena Fury feud. I like that. Austin Theory. Dude. Austin Theory. Austin Theory's got the best drop kick. You see that standing drop kick he did on Bobby Lash. He just gets up so high with such ease. What an athlete. No, he's really good. He's really good. And he's the biggest John Cena mark, too. That's the funny part. 
Did they? Uh, oh, huge. I, I listened to a podcast last night with him and uh, Chris Van Pelt. I, have you ever okay. listened? Um, and he basically just talks about his career. Like he basically saw John Cena when he was eight years old. That dates us. Um, and, and basically fell in love with wrestling and that's all he wanted to do. Like he basically was a Cena mark. Like he bought into the whole loyalty Hustle, loyalty, respect. Yeah, he bought into it. So I mean, that thing is real, man. I mean, we, we, we. Some fans may scoff at it. Other people may think it's it's kind of you know cheesy or what have you. But you got to think if you ask a lot of guys that were kids when, like our age, when when you know we were watching the Hulkster and whatnot. There's a lot of people who really bought into that whole say your prayers, eat your vitamins, training, train. You know, and those guys really took it to heart. And a lot of those guys who took it to heart ended up being wrestlers. Edge, big man, big holding. Yeah, yeah, right. So now you're seeing it with the next generation, like, you know, the Austin theories and whatnot. A lot of them will say that Cena was their guy. Here's a great question for you. How oh. could anybody not, like, I'm not I'm not John Cena's biggest fan, but I do like the guy. How can anybody not like Cena, John Cena? He's good, great on the mic. He's entertaining. He's built like a brick house. I mean, what don't people like about him? I, I don't understand it. He's a great guy. He shows up all the time. He's good to the kids. He's not getting DUIs or beating his wife like Stone Cold or DUIs like Jeff Hardy. Like, I don't understand the beef with John Cena. You know why people don't like him? I, I have a theory. I have some guesses. I think it has a lot to do with that people. People want to see you win. Mm-hmm. And then when you start winning and winning, and winning, they want to see you lose. Yeah, that's true. They want to see you fall. They want to see you fall. So the people who built you up were excited to see you grow and, and, and become this icon, you know, in, 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 in your industry, are the same people that want to see you lose after a while. Like Floyd Mayweather, for example, 50 and 0. How many people every time he steps in the ring wants to see him get knocked out or beat up because people want to see misery? Yeah. Right? I'm not saying Floyd's the greatest guy in the world, but he's not the baddest guy in the world either. No. Right? He earned his 50 wins. Okay, granted, he might have earned maybe 15 of those 50 wins. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't like Floyd because he beat up his woman, did nine months in jail there, right? So that kind of soured people already. But it's ironic that all the people that people look up to are the ones that beat up the women. Yeah, a lot of times. Right? Like that's what I always say. Like just because they can dribble a basketball, shoot a hockey puck, hit a hundred mile an hour face uh, baseball, sing a high note, doesn't mean they're good people. And sometimes they are, but a lot of times they're not, right? I, I don't think there's any justification for hitting a lady, man. Oh, hell no, no. He's a piece of garbage for that. Right? Like, in no justification. I mean, is there any? Like, say a woman there's... kicks you in the nuts. No. Does she can't. deserve a punch then? No, you can't. And that imagine how hard that guy hits. I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah, I know. No, there's no justification for that. Right? There's, there's nothing a woman can physically do to a man where a man should have to look at physical retaliation as a means to resolve it totally agree. i guess some guys just lose their tempers and just can't control themselves and they don't know what to do and they just i don't know see red or what the hell they're doing but i don't know i, I, I can't wait it is time 
I cannot attest to that, my friend. I've never been in that situation, nor do I ever hope to be. Um, well, me either. Yeah, no, it's 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 kind of crazy. Um, the amount of superstars out there that we we love and cherish so much. Well, Stone Cold, he beat up Deborah, right? Well, I was reading that article. She did a she did an interview with some magazine, and they talked about the abuse and everything. And uh, yeah, she's just another. He never got arrested for that, though, did he? That was just an allegation. Did he get arrested? No, no, she never pressed charges. Never said nothing. You know, um, See, that's, that's my other thing I don't like about that is if he probably did, but let's just say Stone Cold's beating up Deborah McMichael, right? First of all, Mongo McMichael would beat the crap out of Stone Cold if he's in his prime. He'd, be, he'd crush him. But besides that, why didn't you charge him then? Put him in jail, file the police report. Don't come out 10, 15 years later and then say it. Because then that, that makes your credibility look like, well, why didn't you do it then? I think a lot of it has a lot to do with fear from the victim standpoint. I mean, well, I get you know, that. I, I think that's the biggest piece, really, to be honest. Um, because that's when a lawyer will pick apart and say, well, why'd you wait so long then? If he did all these horrible things, why didn't you prosecute him? That's what, that's what the defense lawyer would attack her on, right? Well, they would attack her on that. But then again, I don't think that argument's justified anymore based on the way the world is today. I, I don't think there's a statute of limitations on it. But it's hard to anymore. prove 10, 15 years later that you don't have the bruises or marks anymore. Now it's your word versus her word. You can't really prove unless there's witnesses or video. It's kind of the thing there, right? I think the shitty part is, is no matter when someone is accused of a of, of bad, you know, crime like beating up women or beating up children or anything like that, um, even if that individual has never done anything like that in their lives, just the mere thought that someone is accusing you of it is enough to destroy a man's life. Yeah. And a lot of times there's a lot of false allegations out there, too. That, um, that's the other problem. That's the other problem. It's like that time we were talking about mental health. I mean, what is really mental health now in terms of who really truly is dealing with mental health? Yeah. I feel like, you know, like I said before, we watered it down so much. You know, at any given moment, everyone, you know, can cite, oh, I have a I have a mental health issue. You know, you talk to kids. Uh, yeah. Working in school systems that I have, you know, that have having time spent in, in the schools and whatnot, you know, uh, in your previous life working, a lot of the kids would automatically diagnose themselves with ADHD just because it was an easy way out. Yeah, you avoid some punishment. Right? Some... Well, I have ADHD. Really? Do you even know what that is? And I'd, I'd ask them, and half the time they didn't even know what it was. But it was cool to say because it was like, oh, okay, people will take a step back, yeah. right? You know, it's just like, I don't know, like people who are truly depressed, people who are truly bipolar, truly schizophrenic, and they exist. Yeah, but yeah. When, when, when people start self-diagnosing themselves and, and giving themselves these ailments because they want to make their life, you know, whatever, you know, how, how's that, you know, that's the same thing here. When it comes to these abuse cases and stuff, how many women have come out and actually falsely accused the individual of these crimes and made it harder for the people who legitimately have gone through it to have, you know, have that fear to come out based on the reaction from the other people? Yeah, many times. There's a lot of false allegations. It's hard to know what's what. That's the thing. You know, and, that's, and, and that's the shitty part, man. That's, mm. that's really like shitty you said part. It can ruin somebody's life, but false allegation can screw you up big time especially if you don't have a lot of money to fight the case dude the allegation alone 
if you're even if you're innocent, the allegation alone, it's going to take years to erase from your from your wherever it is, right? Your your yeah, your. Yeah. It just you won't go away. You know, people will always look at you with that second glance, even though they know that you were, you know, exonerated and, and found not guilty or whatever the case may be. But the people will think, well, well, you know, what did they do? You know, what was thrown out of the case? You know, did they pay someone off? Like you, you still won't get the credit for being innocent. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That, that stigma will follow you ever, wherever you go. The first thing, when we talk about certain celebrities, no matter what they've done, we, you think of Michael Jackson, it's the first thing you think about all, all those allegations. They don't talk about, oh, this song, oh, that guy did this. Whether he did it or not, I'm not saying he did or didn't, but that's the first thing when I think about him, what I think about. You know what I mean? So that stigma will stay with you. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate part, right? You know, so, I mean, I hope, I hope everyone figures out their shit, man. <laughs> I really do. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Money in the Bank is coming up. So we had qualifying matches on Raw. So, so far, off the top of my head, I know Seth Rollins is going to be in Money in the Bank. Um, Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan from the female side are already qualified for the Money in the Bank. Um, we were talking off air of the segment with Theory and Bobby Lashley. Uh, you, you were happy with it. Tell me more. What, why did you like it so much? I just like that it gives Austin Theory a chance to, you know, get to a next, the next level fight, former champ, uh, MMA, you know, tough guy. I like the pose off they're doing. He scored the baby oil on him. I think it's going to be a good match, a good feud and just building up Theory slowly. I think he will end up beating Bobby actually. So Bobby's going to put him over. That's what I see happening. And uh, they both are hella workers, so I'm looking forward to that feud and that match. You know, they're, yeah. they were showing off their muscles and being flamboyant, and you know, that's part of a certain part of pro wrestling, right? So I, I enjoyed it. What do you think of it? No, I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's different. We haven't seen one of those in a while anyways. Um, I can't remember. I know they've done it before, the post-off. Wasn't it with uh, Ultimate Warrior and uh, Rick, uh, Rick Rude? Yeah, they did that before. Yeah, yeah, right. The post down with those two. So yeah, I remember there, I knew there was a time that happened. Uh yeah, no, I think it's gonna be a fun feud. Uh unlike you, I think Lashley might win the title from him. He could but to, but to drop it back to him. Yeah, that right? could happen too. You know, um, it's it's a tough one because I know you want to keep you want to promote theory, but at the same time, with the lack of baby faces and the lack of star power on Raw right now. Would it help Lashley to lose? No, it wouldn't. Right? So it, it almost feels like Theory would be the guy to take the hit on this one. Could be. It makes more sense. Because, I mean, if you think about it, Cena lost to Brock early on before Brock yeah, went. That's true. Right? And, and the way they're projecting Theory is very similar to what they're projecting, the way they projected Cena. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that's going to be the case and he's going to be the guy going forward at some point here. But if that, you know, I almost feel that you're better off. Theory's not losing anything by losing to Lashley. No, that's true. It won't hurt him if he takes a couple losses. Right. And and I almost feel that he needs to because he's getting away with too much shit. <laughs> Bobby right? will make him look good in the ring. Bobby knows how to make him look good. <laughs> Even if Bobby wins, Bobby will showcase him. Let him showcase his stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. And Mustafa Ali loses again, man. Like a guy came back and everything, and they're just, I think they're just won't stop punishing him now. Maybe they're tearing him down to build him up. I don't know what there's left to build up. I mean, he's, he's pretty much depleted. He's a shell of himself, feels like. 
Yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Maybe he needs a character change or something. I don't know what they're thinking here. Well, I know he wanted to leave, and he did come out and say that that was a mistake on his behalf, you know, but, you know, understand. Yeah, yeah, for saying he wanted to leave and, you know, he he wanted his release and whatnot. Um, He talked to Corey Graves about it, actually, on um, their show. And um, he just basically said as much that, like, you know, in the heat of the moment, the passion, like, you know, that's one of the things that I have to work on. And he realizes that, that he has to harness that passion and know the right times to release it and when not to release it, so to speak. So, you know, I, are they punishing him still? Or are they you know, going to do something with him? Because it, it kind of sucks. He's really talented. He is, yeah. Right? They'll figure it out with him. He is very, like you said, he's a super talented. He's still young. So I'm sure they'll get it together with him, find a yeah. happy medium. Yeah. And Big E's got the neck brace off. So I don't know if that means he's back very soon or he has uh, some rehab in front of him now. But the neck brace is off. So the last third of the new day should be coming back pretty soon. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Did you know that uh, money in the bank is at the MGM arena, but also that same night UFC is having their card at T-Mobile. So they're going. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. So, um, wow. Those two buildings are so close together as well, man. I'm in a walk. What say, should we just go down for the quick Saturday night? That'd be sweet. Uh, You know, dude, what would you go to though? They start at the same time. No, uh, money in the bank will be on Sunday. No, it's on Saturday. Are you sure? I'm sure of it. They're going head to head. That's what I'm saying. Same night. I thought it was a Sunday. No, it's a Saturday show. Yep, July 2nd. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going head to head. Oh, okay. Well, well, that should be interesting yeah. then. Ah, wow. I don't know why they didn't put it on a Sunday. Just to. What I would have done personally, if I'm Vinny, obviously I'm not a genius like Vince McMahon, but if I was his advisor, yeah, I would say Vince. Do your show on Sunday at the MGM Grand. Unless there's a concert in the book, I'm not aware of. But I would have put Ronda Rousey and Matt Riddle and Bobby Lashley to put them in the crowd at UFC. And then they'd say, oh, look, at WB stars are here for UFC. They'll be tomorrow at the MGM Grand. That's what they would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the people that have actually fought real fights. Uh, Nakamura's in a real fight. Yeah, uh, but I think Riddle and Ronda are the only ones that are on the roster that were UFC guys. Yeah, well, Bobby did his Bellator. We could put Bobby there, too. You know, former MMA fighter. I mean, Brock's not going to be there. Obviously, he's the creme de la creme of those guys. But kind of how I would have done it. And there may be some people that are at UFC. Because if you're going to UFC there, you're yeah. there for a few days. Hey, maybe we'll go check out Money Bank. Dude, Money Bank is so cheap. You get it for $40, 50 Well, you know what, though? If they start, if they're, you're right, by the way. I just looked that up really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're both going Saturday. See, I wish WWE would make up their mind. Because last pay-per-view was a Sunday. I know. I'm just wondering if there is something at the MGM Grand on the Sunday. And maybe that's it's already booked. Maybe that's why they did the Sunday. I'm not sure on that. But Well, I'm thinking because the last-minute decision here. I mean, keep in mind, guys, this was supposed to happen at Allegiant Stadium. It did last summer. I was at it. Well, that was no, SummerSlam. 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 Um, so, you know, last-minute stadium changes. But you know what? I don't think they would be that affected by it. Um, because if you look at the UFC card, you got Adesanya on that card. Yeah, you got uh Holloway and uh Volkanovsky fighting on that card as yeah, well. Sean O'Malley's on there too. Sean O'Malley's on that one. So those are your last three fights of the night. Both right? buildings will be sold out. The UFC fans will sell out T Mobile and the W fans will sell out MGM Grand. But yeah, I'm thinking yeah, yeah. the pay per view thing. Um, 
But here's the thing. They're both on streaming services. One's on ESPN Plus, one's on the WWE Network around the world or Peacock in the States. But here's the thing. They won't be interfering with the main events that much because the pay-per-view will start at 5 p.m. Pacific. Mm-hmm. UFC doesn't start till 7, the pay-per-view portion of it. Yeah, the, yeah the cameras are rolling Right? Out. So from 5 to 7, you're basically competing half that show will be competing against uh, the prelims. Mm-hmm. So it's really not too much, you know, in terms of competition. It's that last hour of the pay-per-view and that first hour of, um, of, of UFC. So what's the main event for Money in the Bank? It's going to be the Money in the Bank match? I would think it'd have to be one or the other. The girl, I think the girls will start first or the men's will start first. I don't know. But I think uh, I don't blame them for switching from a legion because they don't really have any big stars on the money in the bank to you know to get that extra fifteen. They don't have a John Cena or a Reigns or a Lesnar on this card, kind of push it to the legion stage. So that's probably why they switch it to MGM. To be honest, I really I feel last time there was what fifty thousand people because you had Zena there, you had Lesnar, you had the big dogs, Reigns. None of these guys are on this card. Yeah, I think I think it would have been cool to do it. Um... At WrestleMania, I don't know if Money in the Bank deserves its own pay-per-view. To be honest, uh, it was kind of more of a... Re- For me, I, I like it more in WrestleMania. But if you are having the women's as well now, then I can understand it having its own show. Maybe uh, one weekend in Vegas, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, I think they're going to bookend the shows. And, um, yeah, it's going to bookend the shows. The women's first and then the men's last sort of a deal. Could be. Um, whatever Money Bank opens the show will have ramifications as the show goes on. I feel. I think so. It should be a fun. Should be a fun show. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, Riddle is fighting uh, Roman Reigns next weekend, so this is something interesting. Uh, yeah, on the SmackDown the Friday. Yeah, though, yeah, he's fighting him this Friday on SmackDown. So he's not even fighting him on the pay-per-view. But if he loses, he can never challenge Roman Reigns for the title again as long as Roman Reigns is holding the belt. Interesting stim- stipulations. What do you think is going to happen here? Riddle wins? Uh, no, I mean, he wins by countout or he wins by disqualification or something. That's the only way to that he can win uh, if he doesn't go over. Because, I mean, he's not he's not going to win. No, right? And then you're looking at um, Randy Orton coming back for SummerSlam against him. That'd be good. That'd be a great feud. Yeah, yeah. And then you got possibly him and Drew in September. Drew and Drew and Reigns. Yeah. Yeah. Providing providing that Fury doesn't Fury doesn't want to fight him. Yeah. But I think Fury is waiting to see what happens this July, next month. With Usyk and Joshua, Fury was never going to retire. It's all a ploy to sell more pay per views. That's all it was. He was never going to retire. He's going to beat up either one of those guys, and he knows that. I said that before in our podcast. He's not retired. He's just saying that to sell some more. And I don't blame the guy. This is well, no, I knew if, it was. If he was going to retire, they would have stripped him of the belt a long time ago. I mean, if they're putting like look at Charlo, he's only been unified, you know, undisputed unified champion for what three weeks? Not even Same a month. Yeah. And he's already being told that he has to fight a mandatory already. Yeah. Right? Uh, look at Josh Taylor. I mean, he just finished losing but winning. 
but you know they've already stripped him one of the belts off of him because yeah, he, time, that's for sure well that's the thing so i mean if they were going to take it from him they would have taken it by now i think he had a certain amount of time i can't remember the time frame that it was but he had a certain amount of time that's why he's saying it now so they didn't strip him but yeah. he was never retiring this is a marketing ploy he knew he was going to beat dillian white he got ninety-three thousand people at wembley ton of pay-per-views it was just a ploy this is true he's last fight. he wasn't his last fight where do they fight then do you think Depending depending who wins between Joshua and Usyk, I'm not sure. Well, if it's Joshua, where do you think it happens? England. I would love to see it in England. I think that makes the most sense. Be cool. I don't. Usyk wins. I don't know. If they could really do it anywhere. Really, maybe America, Vegas. Probably America. Do it in Vegas because Tyson Probably. lives in Vegas too, right? He's got a couple places. Yeah, but I think that would be an Allegiant Stadium fight. Cody Tyson's just too big for Usyk, man, and too powerful. Usyk's a great boxer, but you can get him all with that kind of size. Like, oh, man. But then again, maybe he can work that inside better than other guys have. I mean, he's actually going up against a good boxer. You never know. Anything can happen out there, right? But uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. But Yeah. Well, no. Well, you know what, man? I don't know. What else? What else is going on in the world of pro wrestling or in the world of Chance Michaels? Anything you want to talk about? I think we pretty much covered it all, man. We touched everything from Jeff Hardy to uh, to WWE to Money in the Bank to Raw. Here's something interesting. Sasha and Naomi leaving. Do you think they fucked it over for the other women? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? Because that belt, they haven't reinstated the tag belt at all. You don't even hear about them anymore. I think they're just figuring out what to do with it. Maybe do a tournament. Maybe do, I don't know. But they only screwed themselves, dude. Terrible, terrible business decision. I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, it makes zero sense. But they're growing women, man. You're making hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions. You do something like that. Yeah. WWE is hard to make it to, man. There's only a few spots, and it's hard to get in there. And when you get in there, you do something like that, it's mind-blowingly stupid. I don't understand half the time these guys get upset and angry about what's going on. I mean, it's a dream for so many people to want to be there and then be a part of that. Yeah. I mean, but but once you get there, what's so bad that makes people turn? <laughs> their own egos and jealousy and you know i don't get it dude it's it's pretty silly to me right like i just i i, I don't understand how people can be upset about stuff like that it just makes no sense the spoiled entitled yeah all yeah. of that going in the pot yeah all right chance i tell you what brother man um why don't we wrap it up here we'll call it a day um it's a it's a quick hit quick little episode that we have here for everyone today um so yeah we got smackdown coming up this weekend and uh this friday and then i mean we're just continuing the build to, to money in the bank so anything happens in between that time we'll, we'll definitely touch base on on some form uh platform yep. somewhere somehow uh, but we will come back later this week to kind of talk a little bit of boxing. We've kind of been removed since the Haney fight. A lot's gone on. Uh, love to touch base on the Hall of Fame. That just happened recently. What was it? Class of 2020, 21, and 22 all going in at the same time? That's right, because of COVID, yeah. Wow, man. So, so um, I don't know. Did you catch any of it? Did you listen to any of the interviews? I listened to a little bit of it. I didn't listen to it all, but yeah, I, I've seen Roy Jones and... Floyd and all that. Yeah, I was listening to the uh, Andre Ward interview. Uh, pretty yeah, good. I heard a little bit of Andre. 
Yeah, pretty good. Leila Ali as well, and uh, you know Christy Martin. I, for, I forget about some of these ladies, man. Like, it, it's weird to think that they only allowed women to start boxing professionally in '89. Yeah, huh. I guess they're at the mindset of those times that fighting is more of a man's thing. No, I yeah. get it. I get it. I mean, even Dana White didn't let women on the UFC to what ten years ago? Not even. Uh, no, no, it has to be more than that. I mean. Yeah, because 10 years would have been 2012 and Ronda was already yes. fighting, right? So about yeah, 2008, like, 2009. Yeah, about 2008, 2009, I think, when they started making their way into MMA. And I can understand MMA. That looks just a bit more brutal than boxing does, to be fair, yeah, with the kicks and everything. and Elbows. What yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So I can understand the MMA portion of it. Uh, not to take anything away from some of these tough ladies out there, don't get me wrong, but I can understand the the hesitant approach to it for women there. But boxing, that, that one's weird. You know, even, you know, like, you kind of let them fall with headgear or whatever, but, I mean, wow. It just shows you how much it's changed now, eh? From 89, yeah, yeah like, these nice. girls are doing great stuff. Oh, Jake Paul's coming back. Yeah, yeah, him and Serrano are going to... I thought at first it was Jake Paul versus Serrano, the way he looked. Oh, he'd kill her. Literally kill her. But no, the way they were announcing it, Serrano, yeah, Jake Paul. Right? I'm like, oh shit, he's fighting her? Like, no one else. I don't think it's worth my time to watch him fight. Um, It has to be Anderson Silva. Who knows? He hasn't said he's fighting yet. That's the thing. I mean... It, hopefully it's Anderson Silva. I think that'd be the best way. So a lot of pay-per-views if it is. All right, but you know what? Let's talk about that on Thursday uh, yeah. when we do our boxing hit and whatnot. Uh, we'll, we'll recap or we'll preview the weekend of fights. Uh, we got Beach. How do you pronounce his last name? Um, Smith is fighting Bieber. Bieber if? <laughs> Arthur Better Beave. Better Beave. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so that's going to be a pretty cool fight. Um, you know, let's see whoever wins that. Probably Bivol gets next. Yeah, Bivol already beat Joe Smith before, so um, yeah, I'm sure Smith will have a little revenge. Yeah, I know Smith has come back a lot better too. He's improved immensely since that fight with Bivol, so um, it should be interesting as well. Uh, let's talk about the year bite next week too, or later on this week from this past week, the year bite incident yep. or the biting incident. Yeah, in yeah, New yeah. York. Uh, yes, man. Absolutely. All right, Chance. That's it, man. I, I got nothing else. You? Oh, we did a good show. Happy with it. Awesome, brother, man. All right. So, everybody, again, thank you so much for taking the time and energy to listen to us. And, you know, again, please like and subscribe. It's, it's, it's all that we ask. We don't ask for anything else. So just like and subscribe and, uh, you know, let us know that you guys are listening. Um, so I'm Bobby Sampson and my man I'm Chance Michaels. Words of the great ACDC those that like, subscribe, download, share, download, and share the podcast. We salute you. Fantastic, absolutely. And then the words of Mr. Ed Whalen in the meantime and in between time. That's it for Sam and Chance. Everybody, have a great week ahead, and we will talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.